1: Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did
2: you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the
0: Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs>
1: you talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Aja Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Irving will he guard the inbound. Doesn't look like it. Looking like he's more going to double-team. Burks finds Randall. Randall drives, pulls up, two point shot. Shot won't go, and the Knicks lose another heartbreaker to the Nets. Julius Randall had a good look, it wouldn't fall, and Brooklyn emerges thanks to 40 points from Kyrie Irving. And the Knicks fall short once again to their local rival. Good arrest indeed by Green. And that's all she wrote. Another tough one to swallow for the Knicks. Randall once again oh, no. an opportunity in the closing seconds of a game here at the Barclays Center but unable to get it to fall on a night where he had a triple double did so many good things but too much Kyrie Irving and the Nets get the victory.
2: Uh, didn't didn't love that last shot. Didn't love that last shot. It was obviously by design didn't love it. Didn't love it. I would have rather gone for three. I thought I would have, I would have rather gone for three there for, because clearly the Knicks defense was tired in the second half of that game. Randall was tired in the second half of that game. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I go for, I don't know that I go for overtime there. So, um, Knicks lose by two to the Nets. Another loss to the fucking Nets. Ugh. Another loss to the fucking Nets. Um, you know, this game was in the third quarter and uh, it, the lead got up to 13 points a couple times and they had the ball. They had the ball, and they had a. I think feel like they had a good shot, or like a good. It was a good possession. It was the possession felt good to make it go to fifteen, and it was right then that I was like, "This would be a terrible loss." We're we're on. I didn't get there. I, we were like on the verge of. This would be a bad loss because obviously no no Durant no, no Harden for pretty much the whole game. Kyrie's doing what he's doing, but I don't really care that Kyrie's doing what he's doing because you should still be able to beat that team. If you're if you're a solid playoff team, which is what we all which is what we all hope, you know, the Knicks are, we all, you know, would like to think the Knicks are. Um if you if you give me that team with Kyrie and the rest of those guys, the Knicks should be able to beat that team. And they didn't. And they didn't because I thought for a couple of reasons, I thought I mean, look, we the, the, the focus will be on the last shot. I, it was it was it my preference? No. Obviously it was not my preference. I would have liked to get a three. Um, I would have liked to get someone coming off a screen. I mean, you had the, the right personnel in there. Um, but they lost this game. Um, <laughs> your boy Ben's never watching the movie Uncle Drew again. Uh I'm gonna get to Kyrie in a sec. I mean, Kyrie's amazing. What do you want me to say? Uh the guy's one of the best, best shot makers in the history of the NBA. Um, full full stop. Um, they lost that game, I think, for a couple reasons. One, I thought they got a little ball hoggy uh, in the third quarter there. Um, I thought they were passing the ball really well. I thought they were passing and moving really well in the first half. I mean, the stretch after Randall got called for the foul that he disagreed with, that next couple minutes there at the end of the first half, I thought was his personal best couple minutes of the season. And I thought they came out in the third quarter, thought they were early in the third quarter, played, played well, passing the ball around. And then it was, as a few people have mentioned in the chat already, it was turnovers in the third quarter. It was, you know, forcing like the, there was the, it was weird, both turnovers and the lack of ball movement. It was just there was a, a, a crispness, crispness that was lacking in the third. Um, and obviously, you know, they went into the fourth quarter. I think they were down by one. They ended up losing by two. So, you know, that's your, that's your ball game. Um, I thought also in the fourth quarter, I mean, the Nets, this is only the second time in, um, 11 games, the last 10 games, the Knicks only gave up more than 102 points. uh, I think once, um, to, I forget who it was, but they only did it one time. Uh, gave up one fourteen to Brooklyn tonight. And specifically they gave up um thirty-two in the third quarter, twenty-five in the in the second. So Brooklyn scored um fifty-six points in, in um or excuse me, 56, yeah, 57 points in both in both uh, halves. That's not Knicks basketball. That's not how the Knicks are gonna win. The Knicks are gonna win by defending like hell and they kind of stopped defending like hell there. A little bit in the third quarter, a little bit in the fourth quarter. I thought Randall was tired. I think Randall was a little hurt. Uh, Bondi had a, a tweet that he was clearly limping. Um, it, you know, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put the, you know, I'm not gonna be like Randall wasn't hustling or something like that because that's that's unfair. He was clearly not physically at his best. But you know, even like RJ got you know, God love our this this was so it's funny. Talk about the positives. Positives of this game. RJ Barrett is right up there. Um, <laughs> MT, everyone signed the cut Alfred Payton petition. Uh, and Harry Dono, with this usual. Thank you so much, Harry. You're so kind to, to check in every every uh, post game. We appreciate you. Um, I, I thought RJ, you know, he had maybe his best moments of of his young career. Um, I thought his three pointers were huge. I thought that shot late was massive. Um, if I recall correctly, he got to the line a few times. Uh, he got to the line four times, hit all four free throws. You know, there were a couple of times he he forced it on the drive. You didn't love that. A couple of times he got beat on defense. Um, you know, there was uh, – TLC may have pushed off a little bit on him on that kind of baby jumper there. But, you no, know, RJ was really good randall i mean what more can you expect of randall um you know bullock was you know arguably the best player of the first half he was awesome um this was uh you know it's it's funny it's uh wasn't a it it was a it feels like a really bad loss it feels like a really bad loss and yet I mean, look. You want me? To, I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Alfred Payton is the reason they lost this game." Alfred Payton did he play 20 minutes? I don't even know if he played 20 minutes. He played 21 minutes and 53 seconds, and hit a couple big baskets down the stretch. Which give the give credit to where credit is due. Um, the Knicks' offense was stuck in the mud, and nothing was going on when when Payton hit those two buckets. So, um, was he good? No, he was bad in the first half. I thought he was poor on defense on Kyrie. I I st- it's it is amusing to me that it's like between the announcers and Tibbs and just like everybody, they've all collectively agreed, the the post-game people, Wally, whoever, they've all collectively agreed to peddle this narrative that Alfred Payton is like a good defensive player as if just like saying it will make it (laughs) come true, (laughs) which is just like, it's comical. I mean, he gave up baseline on Kyrie Irving and the – like. If you give up baseline on Kyrie Irving, you should just be shot, uh, you know, let alone cut. So, like, no, Alfred Payton is not a good defensive player. He was, like, taking bad shots in the first half. Um, Yeah, no one can guard Kyrie, but that goes back to the point of, like, all right, well, if your reason for having Alfred Payton in the game is because he could, like, guard Kyrie and he can't guard Kyrie because no one can guard Kyrie, then what's his reason for being in the game? It's like we go around and around and around with this shit. so, but I'm not putting this loss on on Alfred Payton. That 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 way, that's not disingenuous. All right, uh, WG with a comment in the super chat. It's time for Tips to start looking into adding fresh bodies into the rotation. They're getting gassed by the mid third every game. We won't make it this way. Um, I think that's a fair. You know, coaches in the NBA run ten man rotations, and and Tips historically. Most of the when he prefers, um, he he runs a nine man rotation. He's been running a ten man rotation when he has a fully healthy, you know, crew. Um, and you know, I think it's not about extending the rotation. I think it's about extending the minutes of the guys who are in the rotation. Um, I think basically what you're saying here is. Let's play. I mean, like you could it's like clockwork, Obi Top in nine minutes at nine minutes a night. Um, you know, quickly only played 13, but he wasn't very good. You know, Burks played 20. Can you afford to play Burks a little bit more? Can you afford like basically what you're asking Tibbs to do is to get more creative. Get more creative or be a little not I won't say creative because that implies that he doesn't know how to do this. He knows how to do it. It's asking him to be more flexible and flexible with like, hey. Maybe don't go with the hockey lineup all the time. Maybe, you know, if you don't trust Obi for more than nine or ten minutes and you but we maybe can't run Randall out there as much. Play RJ at the five at the at the five, excuse me, at the four for four minutes a game, five minutes a game with Bullock and Burks and I don't care who the point guard is. Quickly Rose, Peyton. I don't really give a shit. You know, with a traditional five in there who's going to give you a little bit of rim protection. Like that's getting a little bit creative. So I think that's the answer to the question about, like, guys getting gassed. Um, Delski, if you can please enlighten me from our coaching staff, who from our coaching staff, spearheads, our offensive schemes, we need an offensive guru in our coaching staff the same way ours is our cap guru. By the way, not a knock on Tibbs. I'll address that in a second because um, I think there's an easy answer to it. But first, Stevens-Guyame, bleep the Nets and their 87 fans. Um, you misspelled fuck. Uh, fuck the Nets and their 87 fans. Uh, Michael Aaron. I feel like RJ channeled those Anthony Edwards comments into that last shot. Also, RJ shot 53-66-100 tonight. RJ's going to be fine. I, I really don't worry about RJ because every time over the last, like, you know, he's been really now really good for a month and a half, um, month, month and a half. And, and even when he have these little blips, little blips, you're like, oh, wait, he's 20. <laughs> we don't have to worry about anything, especially now that this three-point shot is coming around. Just an absolute game changer for RJ. Um, him being able to spot up and hit these threes with a little bit of off the dribble action earlier tonight on to one of them—it's just absolutely huge because it means that even if he doesn't have it going around the rim, which by the way, again, he's 20, he's still a valuable piece to have out there. You don't ever have to take him off the court, and they shouldn't take him off the court. Um, forgotten NYC. We flat out don't have enough talent to beat these teams, even if the score was close for all three games. Needing Julius to play at his absolute best every night to eke out a win is telling. So I am actually going to relate this to Delski's comments. I feel like there's this line of thinking um, with the NBA in particular that you could just like scheme away limited offensive personnel. It's it's not possible. That's the reason that like. If it was possible to scheme away limited offensive personnel, you would have GMs going out and hiring coaches you know and spending 10 or 15 million dollars a year on coaches who were able to do that because there's some awesome fucking coaches out there. but GMs don't do that. What GMs actually do is trade away seven years worth of first round picks and swaps and, and firsts to get guys who manufacture buckets. And that's because you can't scheme away limited p- personnel in the league. And that, and that's what the Knicks have. Unfortunately, they're the only team in the league, literally the only team in the league that does not have a point guard that can hit an off the dribble three. Um, maybe I'm forgetting one or two teams, but like just not having that and just not having a guy who's going to run your offense, who could hit that shot. And by the way, the point guards that we have, you know, when they get to the rim, they like Rose that's I I'm, I'm critical of Rose after tonight because he was getting to the rim on those shots in the third quarter, but he wasn't looking to pass. And obviously Peyton, we talk about this every after every game, he doesn't look to pass on these drives. Like they just have some incredibly limited point guard play. It's not the offensive schemes. It's the fact that the only guy on their team that draws a consistent double is Julius Randle. And as we, and, and this will lead me to Anthony Sixto's comments. Are these lapses conditioning or typical lapses teams aren't talented enough to recover from or lineup timing thing? I think it's, it's conditioning. I think, I think it's conditioning combined with personnel. If you watch that game and you were, and you didn't come away feeling like Julius Randall was tired by the end of it, then we're watching a different game. And I have, I have fought against this narrative all season long that, that, uh Tibbs has tired out Randall with how much he's playing Randall I fought against it consistently I think at this point after like the game that I just watched you could make the argument that he's tired I don't know how you don't make the argument that he's tired I don't know if maybe something wrong with leg that's why he. but he was like he couldn't he was limited on defense and they were switching Kyrie Irving onto him obviously um the entire second half of that game and Julius just like couldn't really take advantage. Now the nets were doing some other stuff to scheme against that. It wasn't just that Julius was like limited, but he was tired, you know? And when you, when, when he's the only matchup you have advantage you have on the entire roster and, and I love RJ, RJ's not there yet. RJ's not commanding double teams. RJ's not, you know, when he takes guys off the dribble, it usually results in a tough shot. Like that's, that's you're not you're not building your offense on RJ Barrett right now. Um, guys are guys are tired and they have limited personnel. Or Randall's tired, I think. So that's my response to that. Um, Moises Roman IQ's floater lasted three weeks. I think IQ's floater will be fine. He's I think what IQ is he's a rookie and he's hitting a little bit of the rookie wall. That's that's what I think IQ is. Uh, James Lee, we need Plan B. We don't have it. Um, this also costs topping not, uh, being utilized properly. It could mean having a solid second option, but not really also, I mean, you know, I think in time, um, RJ Barrett will be the sec a second option or a third option, but like whatever, second, third option, he'll be a guy that you could put the ball in his hands and you could say, run my offense for five minutes. He's not there yet. But again, 20 years old. Um, Ariel Jesus says, get Lonzo and Malik Beasley next year. Like, even, you know, again, I've talked about Lonzo. I like Lonzo Ball. I think Lonzo Ball will help this team. Lonzo Ball is not, It just so everybody knows, Lonzo Ball is not a guy that you're going to give the ball to and be like, here, be the engine to my offense for five minutes. The reality of the situation is most NBA teams have one engine. Some really good teams, most really good teams have two guys. And then usually there's one or two teams every year that has three guys. Last year, nobody had three guys. This year, one team has three guys. Rarely two teams have three guys. But like those are your engines. If you, And that's why it's the, all 30 NBA teams are in the same fucking hunt. Somebody says, get, let's get Mike Connolly, uh, Ray X. Mike Connolly, you may love Mike Connolly, you may hate Mike Connolly. Mike Connolly's a guy that you could say, you could give the ball to for five minutes and say, go run my offense. He's an engine. Is he a great engine? No, he's not a great engine, but he's an engine. Even, like, there are six men who are engines. Jordan Clarkson, you could give the ball to Jordan Clarkson for five minutes, or just like you used to be able to give the ball to Lou Williams for five minutes and be like, run my offense. The more of those guys that you get on your team, the more chance you have of sustaining the types of droughts that we sustain and I wrote about it in the newsletter uh, when today, if you look at the second halves of all of the games last week, the Minnesota game, the, um, the, 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 the Dallas game um, and the Miami game, like clockwork, the offense shut down in the second half. They scored, I think it was, they averaged 45 points in the three second halves of those games. How many points did they score in the second half of this game? Look at that. Wouldn't you fucking know it? 45 fucking points. If you're an NBA team, you need to be able to score more than 45 points in the second half. When you're the Knicks and you're and you have one engine and your engine has played more minutes than anybody else in basketball, you know, and you don't have and you and you not only do you only have one engine, you don't have even serviceable point guard play alongside that engine. It just kills you. And I, I've seen, you know, um Adam 2 YB. IQ will be that guy one day, I hope. Not right now, but one day. I completely agree with that. Emmanuel Quickly, the reason Emmanuel Quickly is so valuable is Emmanuel Quickly, I don't even care if he's ever going to be a starting player. Someday, that dude's going to be able to to be a guy who for five minutes at a time could come off your bench and he could run your offense and he could score points. But he's in a slump right now because he's a 21-year-old rookie. You know? So it's like... It's it's not that the sky is falling, it's just that there's a reason, and I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna sound like a broken record. There's a reason this team was had an over-under of 22 and a half games because of the limited offensive personnel that they have outkicked their coverage by playing hellaciously good defense, um, you know, and 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 getting water from a rock. And give tips credit to that, you know, or for that. Um, they they do what they can, but in the second half of these games, and that's why it goes on in the second half, teams opponents locked down on defense. And again, and not only in the second half, in the fourth quarter specifically. And again, I referenced this in the newsletter. All three games last week, they went through stretches minutes and at a time where they would score one one basket or, or no baskets. And tonight I have to look up exactly what it was, but it felt like they went four or five minutes there where they scored about two points. I'm sorry. There's no scheme that you could fix that with. So, um, someone mentions De Rosen, Mark Fischel. Uh, what's up my man, Mark. How you doing, buddy? I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Um, yes. DeRozan. Rosen, Rosen's a guy who, if you put him on this team and you, um, and, uh, also shout out to, uh, Varunsky's take, um, mentions, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. um, I – oh, he also mentions Fournier, so let me just read the comment. we'll all forgive you for saying we cannot use Fournier on this team for the cost of two-second rounders. Um, we have more cap than anyone, but $70 million for four years of uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, it's steep. See, this is when you get into the nitty-gritty. I don't think B- Bogdan's a guy that is worth that amount of money. To me, he's not – he's a guy that it, he's not – a he, not saying you can't give the ball to him, but he's a cog to me more than an engine. Fournier, again, can he get you a shot? In a, yes, but you are not going to give the ball to Evan Fournier and be like, rescue us from this slump. And again, I'm, I'm picking nits here. Would Evan Fournier have helped the team? Yeah, he probably would have helped the team. But I'd rather have the two second rounders, you know, with what's at stake this year and more importantly, what isn't at stake this year. I'd rather have the two second round picks. I think that's smart team building, because guess what? With those second round picks, you have a chance of drafting another guy like Emmanuel Quickly, who in time, Quickly is going to be a better option than Fournier has ever been in his life. Um, DeRozan, I think, could play this role beautifully on this team. You know, you may not love DeRozan in terms of he doesn't hit a lot of threes or whatever. Um, He's not a great defender. But, like, DeRozan is an engine. So, I know I'm going around and around in circles, but, like, it's, it's not that complicated.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: What ails this team? Um, I think it's just a matter of how they go about correcting it. Um, Jeremy Anselson. IQ needs to work on a layup package. Completely agree. Realize way too heavily on the floater and drawing fouls. Yes. Uh, good comment. No disagreement. Um, I look forward to him having his first proper NBA offseason. I expect to see a much better version of Emmanuel quickly next year which uh, should be a frightening thought for the rest of the league because he's going to be really good. Tim Kim. If Frank had at least 10 minutes, Kyrie would have had at most 30 in this game, another heartbreaker. Thank you for mentioning that, Tim Kim. I thought it about a half dozen times in the first half. Would it kill you to give Frank five minutes? Would it kill you to give him five minutes? Would it kill you to give Frank five minutes against Kyrie Irving? And that really that's the Alfred Payton answer, right? And that's what I don't get. And I keep coming back to it again and again and again. If you want to peddle the same stupid fucking – and this is just for all of the people who don't – who are not members of the Frank Hive, who are off Frank Island or never were on Frank Island or want to bomb Frank Island, not saying Frank's anything special, not saying Frank's guy who should be starting, not saying Frank's the answer to what ails this team. I'm just saying – if you're going to pedal the narrative to me that, that Alfred Payton's in there for defense, if you're going to pedal that narrative to me, why am I not seeing – and you're only going to play Alfred Payton 20 minutes a game. Why am I not seeing Derrick Rose out there starting with the starting five? Play him his 25 minutes. And then have Frank come off the bench alongside Alec Burks, who could clearly run the point, Emmanuel quickly. And, um, I'm forgetting someone who's our other bench guy, uh, Ovi Toppin and, and the center. Why, why can you not do that? What's the reason? You're not going to tell me it's a defense because I, it'll be a cold day in hell before you convince me that Alfred Payton is a better defender than Frank Nelokina. It's not because of shooting because Frank Nelokina is a better shooter than Alfred Payton. And you want to tell me it's because Alfred Payton gets to the rim? Come on, we know what he's shooting from there. We know how little he play makes from there. Um, I, I just don't get why you Rose is a better version of Payton at this point. Um, I just that's that's the move that I would have I would have liked to see. Maybe, but Tips isn't going to make that move. And again, am I going to be critical of Tips for not making the move? Yes, I, I am. But at the same time, I'm not in that locker room. Nobody watching us is in that watching me is in that locker room. Um, Chemistry matters. You know, all that bullshit, it matters. So, I don't know. They're 25 and 26. So, how, how critical can we really be? I'm not sure. Um, Mitchell Eppner, OB works best next to Rose. That's a good comment. Yeah, that's true. But, again, like, you could stagger minutes to get Rose minutes with OB Toppin. And and I, I – you still can't convince me that that wrote like Obi Toppin can only play with Rose, but you could you could make that happen. Um, let's see, we got some other other stuff in the chat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this off after another five minutes because I believe there is a another basketball game being played, which I want to watch while I write this newsletter. Um, Mars Jetson, Mars Jetson, that's a nice name. How about we draft a guard from Baylor, Davion Mitchell, or Jared Butler? Um, and then Ariel De Jesus, Devontae Graham, or Spencer Dinwiddie. I love all four of those names. I love, and again, nobody's going to like this. Again, I'm going to get canceled one of these days because I keep bringing him up. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, man. Get me Spencer Dinwiddie. Pay the man. Get him here. Like, you want to talk about a guy that's going to make an appreciable difference in this offense? You want to talk to me about a guy that if he was on this team tonight, they would have won this game going away? If obviously he's not healthy right now, Spencer Dinwiddie, he's a he's a just a better he's a far he's a better much better version of Derrick Rose at this point. Um, So yeah, I'd I'd love to go get uh, Dinwiddie. That's why I have him number two on my free agency wish list. And if he was healthy, he'd be number one. Um, Davion Mitchell would love Davion Mitchell. Uh, Jared Butler, I don't think answers as many of this team's, uh, questions. Devonte Graham. I really like Devonte Graham though. I think he might be a little duplicitous with Emmanuel quickly because I don't think in an ideal world, Devonte Graham is starting for you. He's a little small. Um, and he's not really a point guard. Um, I know he has played point guard, but he's really more of an off guard and a point guard's body, which is probably why you're actually going to be able to get him this, this off season, um, via sign and trade or crazy offer. Um, but I like all four of those names. Um, get a couple of other comments in here. Um, Stanley Mann, Frank can hit threes and defend. He has a higher basketball IQ than Alfred. I don't know if it's that Alfred has a bad basketball IQ or he just doesn't use it. Um, RG, the OG, chemistry matters when you're winning games. Yeah. And the Knicks, you know, I know they're a game under 500, but, um, I still would say they're winning games. Uh, Varunsky's take with another comment in the super chat. Thank you so much. Varunsky's take. we have an engine it's a 150 horsepower functional one we need to acquire turbochargers offensive pieces there's no explanation from leon rose on his tactics um i mean i don't care that leon rose doesn't give press conferences you're 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 coming to the wrong live stream for for commentary on that um i just you know same thing with like coaches coaches press conferences after games like they're it's all lies anyway so what do you care um in terms of Leon Rose, I mean, I've talked about this a lot, um, about how I just – worst thing in the NBA you could do is make moves out of, from a position of weakness. And the Knicks are obviously in a position of weakness right now because they're desperate, as you say, for turbochargers. But if there's no really good turbochargers out there, and if the turbochargers that are available are overpriced, um, just save your money, move on to the next one um save your picks save your money that's that's my philosophy but uh, reasonable minds could disagree michael aaron ideal world rose gets else minutes frank comes off the bench with iq stagger the minutes or rose gets time with obi and iq gets minutes with rj and randall hundred percent thousand percent that's thank you michael great comment um yeah i think that's what we'd all like to see. That's what i'd like to see um but you know we haven't seen it um it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, what else turbochargers are hard to find? Uh, Ariel DeJesus, Jared Culver, three and D guy. Um, I would take a chance. On, I don't think Jared Culver is like the answer to our problems, but I would take a chance on him of Minnesota selling this offseason. Um, let's see. Uh, Akiva Friedman. How much confidence do you have in Randall taking clutch shots moving forward? Not a whole hell of a lot. But then again, when you have a team like this that is built like Randall is the foundation to this team, it's it's tough, and he's he's obviously made the All Star team this year. It's tough to take the ball out of that guy's hands um, at the end of a game. That said, do I have a lot of confidence in him? No. Um, JD, read my super chat, Magri. Um, JD, do me a favor. I somehow missed your super chat. Can you just type your question again? I promise, I will I will get to it. Um, I must have missed it from earlier. I, I apologize. Um, Michael Aaron, uh, completely different subject. What would Mr. Macri, GM of the New York Knicks, trade to move up to get Jalen Suggs? Um, so I asked uh Spencer Perlman, who uh, does this for does this shit for a living now, um what if um, he would trade both picks this year, OB, and I think I said a future lightly protected first to move up to get Jalen Suggs, and he was like, "I probably wouldn't do that." Um, and 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 um. Oh, okay, I see you now. I'll get to this in a sec. Thank you, um, Andrew. Um, and and I know Spencer loves Jalen Suggs. I love Jalen Suggs. Um. But I think – I don't know. Would I do – gun to my head, would I do that? Probably. Probably. Um, But that's a steep price. It depends on the protections on the pick also. Um, It's just you can't miss. Like if you give up that – if you give up essentially four first-round picks because Obi, like you'd be selling incredibly low on Obi. You just took him eighth. Like, boy, you better be right about that kid. Not that that kid's, like, a good player or an NBA starter. You better be right about him that you're drafting a, like, a fucking seven-time All-Star. So, you know, and and, J- and to be clear, to be clear, I don't know that that gets it done. Um. So, yeah, J- uh, JD Super Chat, draft Davion Mitchell, sign Lonzo Ball. I would love to see that team next year, Davion Mitchell, Lonzo Ball. That'd be a really fun team. I don't know that it solves, again, quite all of their issues unless Davion Mitchell is as good as we think he might be. Um, And some people think he might be. And Hey, listen, these guys, every year, every year, there's a guy that goes way too late. Maybe Davion Mitchell is that guy, but that's where you rely on Walt Perrin and the Knicks Brain Trust. And they got a guy this year in Emmanuel Quickly. I know he's slumping right now, but he'll be fine. Um, We'll see. Hey, Gerard Espinoza, Mr. Macri. This is my. Why'd you call me, Mr. Macri? This is my first live post game. This shit is fun. Keep it up. This shit is fun. It's a lot more fun when we win. Um, not as much fun when we lose and everybody's in a in a sour mood. Me included. Um, God, it was a frustrating fucking loss. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. Um this team's been awesome. This team's been awesome. This team's been so much fun. And I just, I have to keep telling myself. I have to keep telling myself. For most of my adult life, for m- really almost entirely my adult life, I, I turn on the TV and I see t- just just piles of dog shit. Just I, we we turn on the TV and we just see it's just dog shit. Someone has smeared the screen in dog shit, and you wipe away the dog shit, and there's a picture of dog shit on the screen. And as much and as frustrating as a loss like this is, and and there have been some frustrating losses, and we could complain about Tibbs and Payton and you know all of the different things. It's like perspective. You know this has been a fun this has been a hell of a season, and we get these games every other night, and they're in it every other night um and it's fun and and they deserve credit for that and whatever your problems are with tibbs like he deserves credit for that and leon rose whatever your problems are with leon rose leon rose deserves credit for that um so yeah it's frustrating night though it's frustrating night there's no two ways about it um last last super chat i think and then we get out of here uh forgotten nyc uh, thoughts on moving both picks for a pick in seven to nine to draft Kispert. Kispert's not the guy I'm t- I'm trading two ones to 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 draft. Um if you draft if you draft your two ones and you don't get into the top five of this draft, um you like you better be drafting a guy who could be a creator, who could be in a, the, 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 what I spent ten fucking minutes talking about before. You better draft an engine or a guy that you believe could be an engine. Um Kisper, I like bird a lot but kiss that that's not Kispert. um all right, um thanks for tuning in. um new pod Wednesday morning with a uh, very special guest. I think a couple of special guests, um or maybe one special guest. I don't know. Um, we should probably clarify that, Andrew. Uh, I don't know if it's one of them or both of them. Um, John is editing it though. the mets just blew it in the eighth, so I'm gonna go drink bleach. Um, I forgot the Mets were playing tonight. Um, I'll be honest. Um, I, I, I just, here's the thing for anybody out there who's like, come on, Macri, it's baseball. Baseball's on. You should at least know what's going on. Have two kids and, uh, and then, and have other shit to do and then come back to me. So I apologize. I didn't know the Mets were, were in a, in a competitive game tonight. Um, I am going to go watch the national championship game. I do. I do know that that is going on. I don't know the score, but anyway. Um. Ask Miss Macri what happened <laughs> I don't even think she's watching She doesn't usually change the channels Because uh, she usually just watches these After I, I get up from the living room uh, Anything else? Um, oh yeah Go check out the, the merch store if, if anybody wants uh, I should probably promote this too We have merchandise uh, Wearing some I should probably get something else Because it's going to start to smell Um. That's it That's it. Frustrating loss. But I will see everybody hopefully after a win on Wednesday. And um, in the meantime, enjoy the beginning of your week. And I will talk to you soon. Adios.